Yes, it is that time of year again. It is the month of November, so you know what that means? We should be being being very thankful, I should be saying. And, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up in a couple weeks. But the football season, yes, the NFL and college. We haven't talked college. We will get into that. I promise you we will talk college football soon. But we, as all football fans, should be extremely thankful for the incredible seasons that's been going on currently for the boys of fall. But since it's been so crazy, that's what it's been this entire season with the upsets in college football. And this week, the upsets in the NFL. What's going on? We got a lot to talk about. Most surprising victory and the most shocking loss. Plus, it's our weekly top 10 in the power rankings. And we'll get Ted's takeaways from Big Blue. All next on Keys of the City. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. I Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Keys to the City is back. The boys, the trio is back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. I'm looking at the uh, the left-hand corner on our show right now. It says we've been going on for an hour. We've been live for an hour, which that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the time change, but my computer still says 237. Joe wouldn't even be here right now if it was 237. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The time is changing, and there's a lot going on in the NFL season. Times have been changing each and every week with this football season, not just the NFL season, but the college football season, big upsets again happening in the college football year and again in the NFL season. So we'll talk about this, well, this surprising, surprising weekend in the NFL. We should be thankful because it is that time of year. Thanksgiving just a couple weeks away and football has delivered for us and us football fans should be extremely grateful and happy and thankful to see this type of season. But since it's been that type of season, it's been up and down. It's been kind of like the New York Yankees season. Inconsistency. We don't know what to expect. We don't know how to talk about it each and every week because our minds, we're losing them. We're losing our minds. We are changing our perspective each and every week. I know it's crazy. Oh, it's a one-week thing. Well, realistically, that could be the re- the season that we've been seeing so far. So I do, I'm, I'm going to start off with Joe on this question, and then we'll get into our most surprising victory and our most shocking loss because there was plenty to be this past weekend, week nine of the NFL season. So we're over the midway point in this long season, the historical season, and boy, has it been historical. But I'm going to start off with Joe. Joe, this week we got a lot of huge upsets, but is this the week that we will get a better understanding of this entire league moving forward? I hope so, because uh, I am struggling to understand the NFL uh, as it as it currently is. And I think a lot of this starts with the Chiefs, obviously not being uh, as good as they've been over the past few seasons. It certainly opened up other potential uh, AFC teams for sure. And, and then most of those teams promptly went out this week and looked like garbage in the NFC. You know, just when you thought Arizona, like, oh, boy, COVID hits, big trouble there. Uh, they pull out a win. Uh, it just this this week was so confusing. 
it, and I and I had such faith in the upsets that I took the money line on the Titans uh, against the Rams, wow. and that paid great dividends. I don't know why I picked it other than I wouldn't have. I, I think all week I expected and I said I thought the Rams would, would win that game. And just the way the week went, I thought, you know what? I'm going to have to go with an upset. I also took the money line on uh, the Bears last night. So that was your upset of the week? Was the tight? It was the Titans game. Yeah. Which is crazy to think because the Titans come into that game, we're 6-2. and two. It's not like they were an under five uh, uh, underperforming team and or five hundred below team. They're six and two right now, and currently now the top seed in the AFC, I should say. Even without Derrick Henry, is it just because Derrick Henry was is that valuable to this team that they became underdogs? Yes. But 100%. that much of an underdog to say that they were that they're still a season through team. Their whole he, offense runs through that guy. But, uh, no, he's I mean, had, no, he's course. had games. He's had games. I know he's had incredible games this year. I'm not. Yeah, but his games. impact on the field in itself is it's similar well, to Aaron Rodgers. They've won games besides the fact that he's had games that he hasn't performed. Yeah, but you have to you game. have to account for him. You have you're well, yeah, of course. Won. Your number one factor when you face him is stop Derrick Henry, then number two, stop Derrick Henry, and then number three, stop Derrick Henry, and then we'll worry about the third and the fourth and the fifth pitch. Right. Right. And, and in those games, Teddy, right. In those games where they stopped Henry, look at the numbers for Julio and AJ. They're off the charts. Right. And that's where you and can Tannehill, you could stop one or the other. Well, and here's the thing. You like there was a game, I believe, the week before Derrick Henry even got hurt against the Colts or whatever. He had like 26 carries for 86 yards. Now you say, well, he didn't accumulate for a lot of yards. But you think about how many bigger pass plays down the down throughout the game that you're thinking, okay, Derrick Henry first and ten or whatever, you know what I mean? Oh, we our first we got to worry about run play action, fifteen yards, AJ Brown. All right, second down, we run the ball for three, but everything feeds off of him. And uh, I thought what was more impressive was the Titans defense, man. You know, we I know we're not going to get into this game a lot because we want to talk about a bunch of stuff. But what I was impressed early was their defensive line, like. They took it to the Rams. They they they, they slapped them around. That kid and, Jeffrey um, Simmons. That kid Jeffrey Simmons is a stud. That's a steal. I know he dropped. I know he dropped big time in the draft because he had a torn ACL and he got into some trouble. But he's been so, an absolute steal for the Titans. So with that being said, you, you watch the Titans this year, and I'm like, all right, well their offense should be good. AJ Brown, you got Julio, you got Derrick Henry, you got Daniel, you got your big three. You should be good. Good offensive line. I thought the defense would not be. Not as good. Like, they don't have pass rushers. That's been one of their weaknesses. To see the way their defensive line, their defense has played, they, I mean, they have progressively gotten better. I mean, you think they beat the Bills, they beat the Rams on the – I mean, they're they are they're starting to really come to fruition and really starting to – like a good chili or a good soup, they're starting to just permeate and become very something special. I love, I love special always the the food. I love but, it. No, but <laughs> – no, and, and, here's, and here's one other thing, and then we'll let, uh, let you go back to the point was – I thought here's the other thing, and we talk about this, and we might talk about this with other issues, is I felt the Rams, though, similar to what a lot of teams do, they forget about the running game. They forget about the running game. See, when the Rams were really good during the season, they ran the ball with Darrell Henderson, Sonny Michelle, and in the Chiefs, when they're good, they're running the football. And when the Rams were good with Jared Goff, they ran the football and ran everything, play action off of that. I thought Sunday night's game was too much pass heavy, too much straight drop back passes instead of Let's run the ball. Well, they started action off of it. And, and, and I thought the Rams offensive line wasn't good enough to handle the Titans line. You could tell as the game goes on, but McVay kind of got stubborn in his play calling. And inevitably a bad call by the referee on the, uh, you know, late hit on the quarterback. 
when Aaron Donald pushed Tannehill, which, I mean, come on, we got to – that's – that's not what that foul was meant for. It's meant for a bone crushing hit weight, but game changer. And, and, and congratulations for the ramp. I'm at the Titans to take care of business on Sunday night food, football and prove to everyone else that they are really a good team and they can win without Derrick Henry. Here's how I would answer this question quick before we get into our surprising victories and the shocking losses this week. This is a question I, Joe, you said, I think we've got a better understanding. I don't because it's kind of like the college football season right now. Other than besides the fact that Georgia has been dominating the NFL, the uh, college football season right now, kind of like very similar to the Arizona Cardinals. They, I mean, other than last week's uh, little hiccup by A.J. Green, we're talking about a team that should be 9-0 and realistically. They've been the only consistent team, I would say, in this entire NFL season where every week it's a different response from each team. And this week really showed that, we don't know what to expect moving forward. We were all high on the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills have major issues going forward offensively with their offensive line and the rushing attack. The Dallas Cowboys, I still think they're a good team. They just had a blunder to this week. Um, the Rams, we, they've been consistent. Now, all of a sudden, they get punched in the face, and they never had a, re, a way to respond. But listen, that game was close. That game was close, and it's not like the Titans were the Jaguars. Oh, I know that. I get what you're saying. Just moving but, forward. You know, those are two good teams that eventually you could see in the playoffs. But here's I mean, the thing. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the fact, another thing, and then we'll get into that point. It's like kind of like the Saints, too. Like the Saints last week played a hell of a game defensively. They they, they did a job well done against the um Tampa Bay Bucks, but they almost they almost lost to the Falcons. Or did they did they beat the Falcons? Who? Oh. No, they lost to the Falcons. Oh. That's what I'm trying to say. Saints is that one week they looked, they did lose. They ended up losing. They had the lead. Yeah, the they lost 27 25. It's funny. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, are the Giants good or bad? Are the Broncos good or bad? Are the Falcons I, good or bad? I don't – I can't answer that question definitively about no, any it's the of same, those three No, it's the same thing with the Giants. Are they good or are they bad? I mean, we don't know well, what to said each and every week. And yeah. that's, well, that's what I, you said. And Jeff, you said this, and we were talking right before Joe got on the show. You take away the mistake against the Chiefs, right? We get the pick. We probably inevitably maybe beat the Chiefs. Probably, but it's the Giants, so I'll, you know, I'll be smart in how I phrase that statement out. We should have beat Washington. If you just take those two right there, that's two more wins in the, on the books. You know, and then God forbid, Dory Jackson catches the pick against Atlanta. We beat Atlanta. That's three more wins. The Giants are not a good team, but they played like crap in the beginning of the season. Their defense is playing much better. They're a average team that has to have things go right for them. I think that's what a lot of teams are. I think here's the thing we say. I've been telling you all season, I think you guys will agree with me, that the Bills have an issue running the football. And it's probably going to come back and haunt them in the playoffs. Because we look at their team, they're good. But they can't run the football, and they didn't try to run the football against Jacksonville. And it's one of those games that if you watch the NFL season every year, you get one of those pooper scooper games where you just don't know what a team is thinking and what's going on, and they probably overlook the team. I mean, just look at the Bengals. They come out big a couple weeks ago to Ravens, and then they, they just look poor the last couple weeks. You know, Cleveland looks like they're getting their, their stuff together. Well, let's get, let's the get Ravens into look it. Like they're... This leads into our next point right now. Whoever wants to start, the floor is yours. Who, there were many, many of these victories this week. We, we can say there's a handful of games that were imp extremely impressive and very surprising. But to you, Ted, would, I, who, to you, so, who had the most surprising victory? All right, so I'm going to go a little bit different, okay, because I know I probably didn't even write this down, and it just came to my head. I'm just going to go different because I think you guys are going to take some obvious ones, and I'm not going to go with the obvious. I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals, all right? Now, maybe not surprising, 
But I think it is. But in a way, way that's they won. well, I say surprising in, in the way they won, and and I'm not surprised like shocked, like oh my god. But when you're up, when your receiver, your number one receiver is out, your starting quarterback's out. You've got injuries. You're missing J.J. Watt. You have – they had I, – I, I wish I had the Instagram thing. Trev, I don't know if you sent it or sent it to me. But they had a bunch of starters out, okay? And we've mm-hmm. seen this before, all right? And to be able to come back strong, right, against a division rival on the road with the backup quarterback, you know, a game where a lot of people probably said they're going to lose to San Francisco. And the way they – I mean, they were – I didn't see the game, but I heard and I saw the highlights. They were dominating San Francisco for most of that game. And then to see them to win that dominant fashion, because you think about this, Rams lose, you know, Green Bay loses, Dallas loses. After coming off the way they lost the week before, you rebound, you regroup, you're losing all your starters. That's that's huge. That's momentum. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, we talk about this, you know, where backup quarterbacks are supposed to help you maintain your success for those one or two weeks when your starting quarterback is out. That's exactly what Colt McCoy did. Cliff Kingsbury outcoached. And the team outperformed the San Francisco 49ers. Maybe it's not most, the most surprising victory, but it's the most where you were talking about before credibility, right? These are games that, like, back in the they day, probably they probably would have lost. And it proved, and, yeah. and I think to the outside fan, this should prove a point that the Arizona Cardinals are for real. They should be taken seriously and they should be considered a real Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. And, and, and this, and I think you show that this team is really cohesive and is really formulated into a, a real, I mean, something that people have to really take into account that they're going to be there at yeah, the end and they're going to give them all they can handle. It's fascinating because you put the factor, you got to put into the fact that coming into the season, Cliff Kingsbury's seat was as 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 hot it could get, as hot as that could get. It was about to be on boil, full on boil, and his time as a Arizona Cardinal coach looked like if they had another losing season, well, his time was coming to an end. He's been delivering. I mean, James Conner, this whole team, entire. This entire team has been delivering week in and week out with what I said, but but besides the little hiccup last week on the Thursday night game against the Packers, we're, we're realistically talking about the Arizona Cardinals as 9-0, and and they should be the odds-on favorite right now as a Super Bowl contender. I mean, we might think differently, but realistically, this is a team that is going to be playing far into the season. They're going to be playing late in January, and maybe, hell, they'll even be playing on Super Bowl Sunday, realistically. Crazier things could happen, but the way this season's going, it's a free-for-all. It's a toss-up. I wanted to go, and then, Joe, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll finish off with you on this. I'm going to surprise you, too, on this one. I think it's the Cleveland Browns. I, I was extremely, extremely impressed with the way they played, and, and I'll talk to you about it when we get into the top 10 rankings. And This was a team that's been going through a lot throughout this entire season. Expectations at an all-time high coming in. This was a Super Bowl favorite, just like the Kansas City Chiefs. They've started off extremely cold. They've been going up and down, inconsistent. There's been issues throughout injuries, battling that. Now you got COVID issues going on with Nick Chubb and Felton. So we'll see if they are going to play. And then you get this week with the typical situation of Odell Beckham Jr. And I was feeling, well, this is a division game. How is this team going to react to the news? Well, they reacted to the way the Cleveland Browns have reacted the past two years, or I should play this last year when Odell Beckham went down to the same Cincinnati Bengals when he tore his ACL last year. And this was a completely new team. And you're going to see a new Cleveland Brown team and a dangerous Cleveland Brown team. This is when the Cleveland Browns are at their best. When they are running the football, they are play action pass. Baker Mayfield has to 
Baker Mayfield, I remember Colin Coward said it best. Baker Mayfield is not going to be a Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to be a Josh Allen Lamar. He's going to be a facilitator. I'm going to use the name gently because I know people are going to freak out when people want me compare. Very similar to Chris Paul in the sense of facilitating. That's it. The way Chris Paul facilitates and gets everybody the ball is why he's an all-time great and how he also plays his game too. But Baker Mayfield is at his best when he is facilitating, passing the ball to Donovan's people, Jones, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Deionis Johnson. He's getting David Njoku, Austin Hooper. He's getting everybody involved when he doesn't have to rely on one specific guy, like an old Beckham, who has that attention, who gets that attention because he is a talent. And the way that Kevin Stefanski likes to run the ball and likes to run this offense, that was the perfect way. And if that defense can continue to play the way they played against the Cincinnati Bengals team that two weeks ago, guys, we all thought, I know Ted even said it, they, we thought they were the best team in the AFC. But I weeks, said, no, hold on. Two weeks ago, the AFC North, we had the, the number one seed in the AFC was the Cincinnati Bengals. Two weeks later, the Cincinnati Bengals are currently right now in last place in the AFC North. How things can change. The Cleveland Browns are playing their style of play, and I think they're going to be motivated by this situation. Baker Mayfield is going to play motivated. And we have to remember, when Odell Beckham Jr. went down too, they were kind of similar in the situation that they are now. They went 11-5. They were this close. They should have beat the Cleveland uh, the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round. They didn't. But that team was different. They played to their style, and they started winning games. And I can see the same results happen with the Cleveland Browns. I was extremely impressed going into Cincinnati, a hostile environment, a team that's been playing well this year, maybe playing better than we expected. And they went in, and they dominated. And I was extremely impressed by the Cleveland Browns. And I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be a team that we have to watch out for in the wide-open AFC. Joe? Uh, the Broncos win over the Cowboys to me was the most surprising thing that happened this weekend. Um, well, even Joe, over the Bills, even over the Bills, Jags, just yeah. Listen, uh, you know, you could you can exactly diagnose what went wrong in in Jacksonville for the Bills. Um, the it's hard to even explain this Broncos game because the <laughs> it was Broncos, 30 nothing, Joe, at one point. That's what I'm saying. It? I mean, you can't even explain that. How no. did that even happen? No. It, it's ridiculous. The Cowboys defense is worse than we thought it is. Let's be honest. Okay. There, there's no reason this Broncos team should have been up 30 to nothing. The offense was terribly ineffective yeah. uh the entire day for the Cowboys. I just was talking a couple of days ago about their coach being such a bumbling idiot and how he could be the biggest obstacle for them going forward. Nailed it. As for the Broncos, I mean, you 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 get rid of Von Miller and then go out and do this? Was it just a I, 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 This is the so biggest head-scratcher uh, season I, I can remember in my lifetime. It, it, it hasn't been this even since literally they rolled in the salary cap, Ted. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, I feel like with the NFC, because it's so top heavy, you realistically, I mean, the Cardinals are like right now, I, I we haven't seen, we didn't see the Bucs play last week because they were on the bye, but I want to see the Bucs at full strength. I, I still want to say the Bucs because of the fact that when they're at full health, I mean, how can you, how can you even say they just won the championship? I mean, that's a team that's shaping up to possibly repeat again. Everybody else. Even the Rams, I mean, the Rams, I'd say the Rams are another team that are kind of like the Bucs. 
when they're full health, that's a team that's doesn't seem like it doesn't have a lot of flaws or a lot of holes that are glaring holes that you really look into that team. Everybody else has some sort of issue. Maybe even the Packers. I don't think the Packers are that bad. And everybody that thinks, oh, well, they lost. Well, they didn't have number 12. It's a big difference when you don't have Aaron Rodgers. It changes the whole perspective of the game. I think it's well, more. Didn't Mason Crosby, oh, Mason Crosby think, missed a field goal at the beginning of the game, and then there was yeah, and a then block he got that blocked. I think I think the bigger question, Joe, is the whole AFC because I think the NFC is still the NFC is both both conferences are up for grab, but the AFC there's not a team. Maybe it's Tennessee, maybe it's Baltimore, hell, maybe if it's a, the the Cleveland Browns or a team like the New England Patriots, but there's not a team right now that I can put all my money on the table and say that team's going to the Super Bowl. Where the NFC, I would see. You could see anybody going, but it's 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 you're convinced with why it could be the it could but, be the um, Rams, it could be the Bucks, it could be the Cardinals, it could be the Packers, and it could be the and, and it could be the Cowboys. But you are convinced as to why they can do it. The AFC feels different. Whereas you're like, can I tell you something though? And I want to ask you too. The, what I saw from not even though I was at the Giants game, from what I've seen and then what I read. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are on a mission. I feel like Lamar is on a special mission, and I feel like he's out there to prove everyone wrong. Like, he – do you know he, they're the only team – they're 3-1 and one this season when trailing by double digits in the second half. Everyone else in the league, I thought the record was like 8-51 and 51 or that's something. A, it was and something – And that's what I'm trying to say, it's Ted. It's just like I feel like the AFC is just literally – for the taking. I mean, there's not one team that you can say, I'm convinced that that, hold on. I'm convinced. Hold on. with the Bengals game. Um, hold on. Wait one sec. I was going to just say, you you see the AFC and you're like, I'm not, com-. there's not one team that you say that stands out to you where the NFC, you can pick a team. It could be somebody. It could be the Cardinals. It could be the Packers. Where the AFC, you're like the Bills. Yes, but eh. the um, the Ravens. The Ravens might be the one team. The Titans would be like, well, the Titans are legit, but you still have to take into consideration that they don't have one of the best players in all of football on their team for the rest of the season. The Patriots, do we buy into – I mean, they're playing well. They're getting better. But do we buy into them going forward into the playoffs? The Browns, teams like that, the Chargers, the Chiefs, there's always something that you're like, you're not convinced enough for me in the AFC. I said the Bills last week, and when I look back at it, I'm not 100% sold on who's coming out of the AFC. The NFC, it's one of those teams that are coming out. Did we lose, Joe? We've lost Joe about five minutes ago, and then when you told me, hold on, hold on, I stopped talking like 30 seconds before that. Uh, So you must be getting a double feature of me because you're freezing sometimes. What is going on? What the hell is going on? And that's why I said I wrote you in the comments. I said I don't know if I'm I'm freezing. Maybe it's because where you're located. Usually your service is better, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just looked on the Facebook thing. It looks like we're clear and we're rolling, and you're still rolling. But um, oh, that's fine. Listen, I mean, we're, surprising we're teams. You and me went a little bit. I mean, Joe will come back. I listen, think it's probably just a connection. Joe will come back eventually. It's okay if he doesn't. So, and, and it's funny because it's funny because the two teams we picked when we said surprising it wasn't disappointing. It was wins that we thought were impressive uh, and taking care of business, you know. Yeah. And, and that's what you want to see. Who had the most oh, shocking well. loss? Well, with, my, well, my two shockers. surprises, there's also surprises in a bad way. 
And there were surprises and shockers in a bad way for some teams. We just talked about the Dallas Cowboys. We've been talking about the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Las Vegas Raiders. We've seen a handful of teams go down this week. And that's what the type of season it's been throughout in this entire NFL. I hear you. You're good. You're good. I can hear you. I, I you're perfectly clear. You're clear. You're you're loud and clear. You're good with me. I don't know how you feel. I don't know how I sound. I don't know how I look. But okay. So we're good. But that's what I'm saying this week and this whole entire season. Why I said the question in the beginning of the of the show, will we get a better understanding of the season? And I answer straight up no, because of situations in this, in a in a week like this, where you have a, t- a game like Buffalo and Jacksonville, where you have a game where the Dallas Cowboys get Dak Prescott back and a team that's clicking after the big win on Sunday night without Dak, and they lose and they're losing thirty to nothing at one point. That's what makes the season up and down, and that's why it says you don't understand each and every week. And I think we're going to get Joseph Aguirre back. He should be good. Oh, I removed him. Oh, he's back. It was yeah. your team. Are we good now? Are we all good? What did you do? Take a bathroom break? No, he had to go. No, to no. He had to go to Weathersfield Meat House, or he had to go get a. He had to go get the slaw. Pizza house, bro. You're not even get oh, it right. See, look, he's lucky. He got the cold. That's get, what he had to get do. It right. He had to go to Starbucks. I just was. You could have got us. So, hot, you could have got me a hot chocolate. Could have got me a hot chocolate. Um. So Joe, worst with that loss being said, we didn't was... do much. Yeah, nothing happened. We were just Sorry. checking to see if the service was good, but we were kind of going into we were still talking about the surprise and victory, but we were moving on perfectly right to this segment of where there has been some great surprises, but there's also been some bad surprises and shocking surprises. And that's what it's been so far in this season. I love the words. I love those words. I don't give a crap. I don't care. I'm not Stephen A. Smith. I don't use these blah 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 big big ass words. I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell you typical oh, Italian guy. Oh, my language, my language is at a certain, look, my language is at a certain level. If you can't handle that, then don't worry about it. Go find somebody else. But I promise you you'll get more you'll never get more passion from a group of three out of us. But let's get into the most shocking losses because there were plenty this week. And we were just talking about some of them, the Buffalo Bills. I mean, who would have thought? And that's why, hold on, shut it. And that's why I was saying in the beginning of the show and why you said it, and I said it emphatically, no, I don't I, I don't know if we could get a better understanding of this league moving forward because of weeks like this, Joe, where you don't, one week the Dallas Cowboys come off a huge Sunday night win over uh, the Minnesota Vikings without Dak Prescott. Dak's coming back. Oh, here we go. The Dallas Cowboys are going to roll just like they've been doing all season. And then they're losing 30 to nothing. The Buffalo Bills playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, the Josh Allen's going to go for 500 yards on them. They're going to destroy them. They don't score a touchdown? Like, that's what I'm saying. This league, you don't know what to expect each and every week. And that's why it's been crazy. And that's why the uh, the power rankings for us each week have been different. And I know it's just been that type of season. So I'll start off with Ted on this. Ted, who had the most shocking loss of the many shocking losses this weekend? Listen, there should really there's only two shocking losses this whole weekend. It's the Bills, Jags, and and the Cowboys game. There's really no other ones. I'm not the, the I told you before. Watch out for Atlanta, bro. Atlanta is playing much better. If it wasn't for their poor start in the beginning, they could be a sleeper playoff team going to things. I'm not surprised by the Saints in the Atlanta. The Saints ain't that good. Trevor Simeon's their quarterback. We act like, oh my God, they won the week before. They're they're that good. I mean, this is the NFL. This is this is just like Joe was talking about with college football. 
These guys, they overlook games. They make business decisions. They understand it's week 17. I mean, there's 17 weeks in the season. They don't play hard every week. That's why you'll never see a team that go undefeated because there's too many – there's too many things that can go wrong now with COVID, but you got injuries. Coaches, I mean, coaches don't um, prepare their team. I mean, you just every week you're gonna look back next week and go, how the hell did that team win? I told you the I told you the other day the Giants were gonna beat the Raiders. Told you that. You're like, no, no. I said, Trap, I'm telling you. The Raiders the Giants. Are I don't know. What do we expect from the Giants each week? All right, the, the the Raiders have the worst record coming off the bye in the last 19 years. They're like three and 16. I was just looking up coming off a bye. I told you it's a one o'clock game. It's an East Coast game. They were just dealing with the rugs. Thing a week or two before with Gruden, that was kind of like okay, we're down. We're coaches going. We're going to prove everyone wrong. There's too much nonsense going now on. Got the Raiders. Got, well, hold on. To shoot up the places. I know. Listen, we don't. Yeah, I know. Whatever. We're idiots. They're idiots. That's I why I, you, I listen. They're the, they're the, they're the dumbest smart. No, they're not even the dumbest smart. They're the dumbest dumbest people I know. I mean, I just don't understand it. But beyond the point, I told you the Giants would find a way to win, and the Giants won. Now that's not a shocking loss. The shocking loss is, is the Bills that they couldn't score a touchdown against the Jaguars. So which it is was more shocking six. for you then? But the shocking one is Joe's surprising one. It's the Dallas game. To be able to be blown out by thirty points, a team that listen, they just put up almost twenty plus points for Cooper Rush. I mean, there was no injuries. Mar wasn't hurt. CeeDee Lamb wasn't hurt. Jarwin. I mean, I'll tell you one thing, though. Every Dallas fan, if you're listening or watching, your most valuable player is Tyron Smith. Every time he's been out the past three or four years, they seem to lose. I know he's only the left tackle. There's four other guys. But it's go look at the game two years ago. Having your backside protection is a massive key. One of the, the best left tackles in football, Hall of Famer. Go look at the oh, game two, been, three yeah. years yeah. Go look at the game two, three years ago against Atlanta when he was out. That got killed, okay? And, and, and Atlanta's had no defense line. Just go look at the game. When every time Tyron Smith is out, it looks like Dallas loses. But Joe's right. He hit it on the other aspect. I'm just going to kind of flip it. To be down 30 to nothing, I mean – I don't want to hear Mike McCarthy going, we needed reps for Dak. Dak just got the highest paid contract in the league. Dak is an MVP candidate. Dak's been in the league for seven years. Aaron Rodgers didn't throw a football for seven months. All of a sudden he comes in and he's like the MVP. Don't tell me he needs extra reps in the two-minute drill. I think the only thing that who needed reps was you. He should have been out of that game because, God forbid, he gets hurt after a calf injury. That would have been the dumbest thing. We That would be the number one story that would have been talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we've been talking about the end of the season for the Cowboys, but the way they lost. Okay, listen, the Jaguars, they win weird games like this. 9-6, it happens. I'm not a little I am shocked, but you know, the Jaguars are they fight, man. They compete a little bit. They had they were up on the Bengals this year. They were up on the who's the other the Cardinals at halftime. So they they've competed. But the Broncos to be up 30 to nothing? I mean, total domination. I mean, uh, what was uh Dak seven for 19 in the first half at less than 100 yards? They couldn't run the football. That's that's be that's beyond me. Listen, it's one thing you're down fourteen to ten and a half. It's another thing to be down thirty to nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Dallas is supposed to be the front runner in the NFC. We're talking about them a week ago as the second best team, maybe the best team in the NFC, especially after winning the game they won on the road in Minnesota on Sunday Night football with the backup quarterback who never had a start to put that type of dud. That's definitely the most shocking loss because of the way they lost. Joe. Well, sure. Yeah. Listen, if the Jaguars would have, would have beaten the bills 30 to five, you know, we'd be, we'd be having a much yeah. different conversation about the bills today. 
Cincinnati losing to the Jets a couple weeks ago. It wasn't great, and now coming off the beat down to Cleveland, I think now it's fair to ask whether, you know, whether, you know, well, you guys, not me. I said I still think Cincinnati's maybe a year away. Well, I told you that, Joe. You and I know you both have Oh, all right, Teddy. So I don't mean to lump you in with Trevor's silly opinions, but yeah, Cincinnati's well, clearly I never, another I never, year I never, away. I never said anything about Cincinnati, dude. He I was said, on I the Cincinnati train. I, yeah. I said they were good, but I said when you've been bad for so long, it takes time to learn how to win to be. Successful. But he's in love with just, Joe Burrow, so he struggles with that. No, no, oh, remember he had Chase. He had Chase and uh, Burrow as the best duo in football. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Everybody has an opinion in the world. Well, it's a matter well, of opinion. By the way, I can't. Total side opinion. note. Total side note. But have you seen the uh, white Bengal uh, white Bengal uh, uniforms? Oh, like, it, it, it's it's white with the black. It looks like a white Bengal tiger. They're gonna oh, actually oh. wear those uniforms at some point, and I think that's gonna be dope. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, love, awesome. I love I love uniforms like that. I do. Oh, dude, yeah, a white Bengal tiger is cooler than an orange Bengal tiger. I think that's gonna look pretty sick. But um, <laughs> yeah. Again, I think the other one to me, the most shocking loss. I mean, the Rams. You know, this was a matchup between. Maybe the best team in the AFC, the best team in the NFC. You're at home. They just lost their best player, and you got throttled as well. And and again, this was a situation uh, where you're getting pushed around and owned. And that's a scary thought because, again, hard to say now how good the Rams are. I don't know. Just so much uncertainty. I tell you too. I'm a big. I've been a big Raiders guy for a while now, about a year and a half. I'm like, I think this is a good team. How do you lose to the Giants? I mean, we'll talk. How do you go out there and lose to the Giants? I don't care about all the other stuff they got going on there. You're you're you come into this game five and two with with a real shot at this division with with the Chiefs playing as poorly as they do. You go to and this is what you do against the Giants. Absolutely pathetic. Again, this is the reason why not a lot of people are sold on David Carr. Is these weeks happen? He loves David Carr. He loves. I he do loves love David Carr. It's Derek Carr. He's the I better. Loved, I loved. I'll never. You know, it's, it's so a funny. weekly thing here. It weekly. is. Joe's it's one like, thing. David Carr. It's like when I when I talk about Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez, and I call them Aaron Sanchez because there was a pitcher on the Blue Jays yeah. for like. Ten years, named yeah. Aaron Sanchez. Joe, he was on the Yankees. Doesn't he did. That is okay. that is correct. No, he's done now. But um, within the so last couple, couple of years. But yeah, so that's all. My thing. Quickly, yeah, my brain's old. My thing. Quickly before we get into the next point is, I think it's Buffalo. I mean, you go into Jacksonville. Jacksonville's in a complete rebuild mode. They don't know what they want to do with their head coach. They can't really score. They really can't stop a lot of teams. They just got dominated by a, a Seattle team that's not really good currently. They're going to get Russell back, but they're not a currently a good team. So to see them dominate and to see Josh Allen, the defensive end, dominate Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, there's a lot of big question marks going forward for this Buffalo Bills team. I think it's more concerning for the Buffalo Bills. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be fine. I think it was a complete blunder. Just to see them lose that was very surprising. But I think there's more to the Buffalo Bills losing. Their running game is god-awful. They, they went 14 for 72 yards. 50 of those 72 yards was Josh Allen. Their offensive line gave them four sacks. This is not a, That's not a, a thing to praise on. 
and moving forward into this season, we're coming into November. We're going to be hitting December and then January. And this is a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. That is not a good sign to be losing to a team like this. And when you got a team specifically, this division is up for grabs because there is a team in Foxborough right now that's brewing something. They're getting it going. And that division right now, yes, the Bills we all thought was the obvious odds-on favorite. That's a different story right now. But we'll get into that later on in the week because there's a big matchup in the AFC between two of the hottest teams moving forward. But I wanted to get quick into this New York football giant game because the Ted Keys was at the game. He got to see it. Hopefully he saw everything. But <laughs> he still got to see <laughs> Of course, you got to see everything. Ted, I just wanted to ask very quickly, and then we could get into our power rankings. What was your big takeaway from the game? Well, my biggest takeaway was how fast the game went. I, I was like, I, w- I watched the whole game. I only got up a couple times to use the restroom and grab a couple beers and stuff. But how how quick the game seemed to be paced compared to watching at home in the, you know, in the commercials. But, no, honestly, so I was watching the game, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, the Raiders are doing whatever they want offensively. But then, you know, then I looked at it after the game, and when you said you were going to ask me this question, I said, if you watch the Chiefs game and you watch a couple weeks, it's a lot of bend, don't break. We're giving up a lot of yards between the 30s. But we're not giving up the big plays, and we're not giving up touchdowns, and and we're and our defense is playing better, you know. We're giving up, we're, we're not giving up. I just read you guys a stat: three games in a row where we're given less than twenty points, so we're playing a little bit better defense where we were last year. Um, I just read a thing which I was shocked, and and I know this is taken away from the question, but Xavier McKinney is not vaccinated, and his positive test would have put him on the Aaron Rodgers category. But thank God for the false positive. And thank Wait, God really? for that. He's not, he's not vaccinated. Oh, not wow. vaccinated. And wow. if he, if that positive test was real positive, he would have not played. So he's got that smirk on his face every time he hears I'm vaccinated. He just has that smirk. So he's so so there was a you know, they, <laughs> so there was one of those you know woke moments. No, I meant uh, false positives. I meant oh, uh, never mind. So listen, my my biggest my biggest takeaway is that the Giants are who we thought they are. They're an average team. They, I looked at the, I, you know, you're not realizing the stats when you're watching the games, but then afterwards I'm realizing Daniel Jones was 15 of 20. Okay. So it's efficient, but he had 110 yards. I mean, that's, that's something I worry about. I noticed that Kadiris Tony was not involved in the offensive game plan. I thought he would, I th- listen, I questioned Jason Garrett. Why are we having Kadiris Tony when we're running the ball with Devin Booker, Three, four yards a pop. Why are we trying to run trick plays and have him pass the ball? Like, I'll tell you one thing. What I notice is Devin Booker's a good running back, and he's a good solid backup. And the one thing I notice is he gets north and south very quick. He gets decisive, and he gets positive yards. And it's something that, sadly, he got hurt. He got hurt his hip. We're on the bye this week, so hopefully he'll come back. But I notice him comparing Saquon. Saquon sometimes doesn't know when to just one cut, get north and south, put your head down, get three or four yards. Let's go to the next play. Not every play has to be big. And I thought the defensive secondary w- w- played well. We still we lack a pass rush. We lack a consistent pass rush. It's going to hurt us when we play better teams. But I, I, you can tell that their Giants are still playing hard. They're trying. They're just they don't have an impactful pass rush. They just don't. They do, sorry, Leonard Williams is not an impact. He's not Aaron Donald. Okay, he's a very very good defensive tackle. He's an above-average tackle. He's close to a Pro Bowl player, but he's not a he's not a stud. Okay, he's not a guy where you're like 
I got to worry about double teaming him every single play like Aaron Donald or TJ Watt or Miles Garrett. He's not that category, but he's a very good player. He's a piece that the Giants can build off of. And well, if you had a, a in, all fairness, not many, in all fairness, there's not many guys like those three guys because no, but like listen, there's guys that I can go to every team. Like the what Redskins have a guy like that. You know what I mean? He he, he reminds me of Leonard Williams, Fletcher Cox from the Eagles. Very very Fletcher good. Cox has been really good. Uh, but I mean, and Fletcher Cox has been watching the Giants team. There's nothing – I'll put it this way. I'm glad the Giants got the win. They played hard. They give up still too many yards, but I understand the strategy. I was reading about more and more stuff. It's a. It seems more bend or break. Listen, let them do what the hell they want between the 30s. Give up as many yards. As long as we don't give up seven points and touchdowns in the big plays, and it looks like the defense is a lot more simple, a lot more – looks like where guys are not making mistakes. You know, and, and we won a football game. And, and at the end of the day, I don't care how it's done – that's Ugly, nice. pretty, doesn't matter. You got a W, and that's what's most important, and something the Giants can build off of having the ex- the extended bye week with the Monday night game. So that gives you an extra day to prepare for Tampa when they play the Buccaneers. And who knows? Maybe the Giants can build off and shock Tampa Bay because hey, listen, we just talked about two shocking wins. Why can't the Giants go down there and shock Tampa Bay? We'll see. Maybe they'll have a healthy team too. Maybe they'll bring back Galladay. Maybe they'll have Saquon back. Tony, a full healthy team. Joe, did you have anything quick on this game, and then we get into a power ranks? Or... And, that's, and that's another thing. Nah, listen, uh, I, I thought this was a great game by the Giants. I followed along uh, on GameCast because I couldn't watch it, which was so frustrating, especially knowing how well they were playing. It because was, you get to, because uh, you get, you were so mad because you couldn't get to watch David Carr. That's why you were really mad. David Carr was a wonderful backup for the Giants. Sorry that he's well, Joe, he, was went to the he was a super bowl winning back. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell my wife. Hey, I'll be at the bar for four hours. No way. What are you insane? That'll Boy, never you know. happen. What do you? Mean? Not to mention, I don't know if anybody around here even had the game. Wait, wait, you can't go to the bar until you go watch the Giants game. You I can't go to like a Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> and go watch the Giant game. Yeah, I can do it. Then do it. I don't want to. Like Nike says. Do it. <laughs> do it. Listen, uh, I, I, I thought, you know, like you said, uh, Devin Booker getting the job done. This defense is playing really well of late. This is the, the defense that we thought it was going to be. I'll tell you who, uh, and I know people have been down on it, but Dexter Lawrence has played his brains out yeah. the last couple of weeks. Wait, Dexter Lawrence? It is Dexter. Yep. Yeah, Dexter Lawrence has been. Okay. Yeah, no, he said Devontae Booker. Lawrence. No, you or said Devin, Devin Booker, Booker, the NBA player. <laughs> He thinks he's uh, oh. talking with the NBA jump over here for the Phoenix. Oh, I say, Have you been up posting a podcast? So, uh, you know, it's funny. I was I, t- I taught a class this morning, and I literally told them how I don't touch the NBA because I don't know. I don't. I'm just not as intimate with it as I used to be, and I don't. I yeah, wouldn't publicly you know, he's speak be talk- on it. Talking about murders and mysteries on this show. <laughs> hey, stay tuned, folks. <laughs> be murders and mysteries with Joe Aguirre at two thirty. Yeah, you can yeah. check it out on Clover Crest Media. If you like, right I know on. a lot of people like those podcasts. I know a lot of people are into. If you're into that. If you're into so, that, trust me, I know a lot. There's a lot of women that like that stuff. So if you want to check it out, Clovercrest Media, Murder Mission. Yeah, what's that? Frustrated, by the way. Frustrated that the Giants couldn't beat the Chiefs, but then would beat the Raiders. You know, and again, as you said, Teddy, I mean, there's two definite wins on the board the Giants should have. What a different season we'd be talking about, just like last year. Same thing. I know. That's the way it is. Can I ask you guys? No, Can I ask you one quick question before we get to the last thing? It'll be real quick. Well, My up. perspective from the from the thing was Jason Garrett and the flow of the offense still doesn't 
it doesn't look it doesn't look oh you got to take a consideration it doesn't look good enough and oh, i know we got to take a consideration it's, it's and limited. i don't know if that it's limited well That's what it. i'm saying is I was talking and you were talking over me. I don't know if it's our screen freezer or whatnot, but I was going to say is I thought I'm watching the game, right? And I'm counting in my head. And I got the, the, At times I felt Daniel Jones, he's okay. The fumble, the sack fumble. There was three seconds where he had, I'm counting one. You got to have a time clock in your head in awareness. When the guy came around and had the sack fumble, I think it was Nagakwe had the sack fumble. Yep. He, he, I'm watching it right there. He doesn't have a feel for it. He still he still bothers me sometimes. He doesn't have a feel after three years in the league of the listen. You got to have that presence of the guys coming around you, of and stepping up into the, you know, into the in the line of scrimmage and making the throw. You know, you watch Brady these guys. It's one two boom and the ball is out. I feel still feel like he's not as decisive enough. And I don't know if that's play calling. I don't know if that's scheme. I don't know if that guys are just not getting open. But it's still not crisp. And it's something that that's the reason why the Giants are the record they have because I feel like their offense and their quarterback are not cohesive enough. And that's part of the reason why I feel like their record is what it is. All right. So let's get into the top 10 list. Cause we are on a time constraint currently as Joe has to go over to his next job. And he's, he's all over. He's a do it all guy. He's like the Buffalo bills, but he's, so he's, actually, at, he's, at actually circle, he's actually circling the bandwagon, not the Buffalo bills this week. I got a better running game. You got a better running game. Okay. Exactly. As you can so, see, he's, so I know, He's a legend right now. He's won the Wiffle Ball Championship. He's doing it all. He, he's a current legend. He's he's like David Carr. He's like Gary Sanchez. He's a legend currently. But anyways, Ted, here's your top ten and a list that's been going each and every week different because of the results that have been happening in this chaotic NFL season. So the Cardinals, yeah, how can you just are, are you talking or am I talking? I mean, I got to talk because I know when you talk, it, it takes forever. So I just get well, to the point. I was going to tell you. The Golden you, State you, Warriors are number one. It beats around the bush. I just get to the point. Well, listen, I love how I do my rankings and I do about like my games. And then you decide to like build off of my point instead of just going on to your own point and your own game. Like I Joe does. Up, he doesn't, it's build up. I don't confidence. need you to build up. I'm already above you. That's why I'm older. As, so as I was yeah, saying, you're older. So as I was saying, the Golden State Warriors are the number one team. I'm oh, sorry. This is the NBA. Sorry, Joe. Um, no. So the Cardinals right now after that win, impressive victory. They're the number one two. I still think the Bucks, when they're fully healthy, are the second best team. I don't take the Saints loss any any knock. The Titans proved a lot to me. That's why they're three. The Rams, listen, we talked about they had a bad game, but if you look at the score, it wasn't like they got blown out. It was a one score possession late. And if it was a different call, and maybe Adrian Peterson doesn't score, then maybe the Rams come back win that game. The Ravens, they're right there, folks. Be aware. They're the I think they're the most dangerous team in the AFC. And listen, the Packers, Cowboys, Bills, Patriots. I'm telling you, I couldn't move the Patriots ahead of the Bills yet, but they're coming, bro. I told you, beware of it. I had them making the playoffs. And then the Chargers, I, I had the Steelers in at 10, Joe. I'll just put it this way last night. But after the game last night, their defense is great. Their defense is phenomenal. But yeah. Big Ben in that offense, they can't run the football, as we talked about the Bills. They cannot run the football. Second one, can't get a yard. Third one, can't get a yard. And Big Ben still misses way too many throws for a guy that's a veteran quarterback. Yep. And I told Trev this last night. If you can't run the football and your quarterback is old, you have issues. Defensively, they're they're top five, but offensively, they have some major issues, and it's going to inhibit them from possibly have, making the playoffs. But we'll see. I have no problem with this. Host. I think the two most dangerous teams in the AFC right now would be the number nine team and the five team in your rankings currently. I, th I think the Titans are legit. 
but I want to see, I think this is a high win for them. I want to see how they continue to re, not rebound, but go off of this win. I really do think the Ravens are on a mission. I think Lamar is, is here to prove the doubters and continue to say that he can win a Super Bowl with his style of play and show that the league still can't figure him out. The Patriots, they're dangerous. It's funny. We all have the Patriots in our top 10 again. They're dangerous right now. Bilicek is getting them going. Mac Jones is doing Mac Jones things. He's He's been accurate. He's doing just enough for them. That running game is effective. He's doing Mac Jones things. He's he's Mac Jones. He's Mac Jones. He, uh, instead of Mike Jones, we're going to call him Mac Jones from now on. But the Patriots, be careful, Bills fans. The Patriots are like, here we go again. Not the AFC dominance with the new look Patriots. Joe, I will go off of mine and we'll finish off with yours. So I'm going to go with mine. I did a little different. I really do like the Baltimore Ravens right now. I love the Baltimore Ravens. I, I really do think that this team is special, and I think this team is meant to be somewhere – and I think they're going to overcome those injuries. We see it all the time with Super Bowl-type team winning teams. They overcome injuries, and they have this belief in themselves. John Harbaugh believes in Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson believes in John Harbaugh, and they believe in one another. And if you can do that, and you have a great relationship with head coach and quarterback, you got something special. They have something special brewing, and you can never count out the Baltimore Ravens. I know they trail a lot, but the game is never over. It's a 60-minute game. When you're playing Baltimore, you're going to get 60 minutes. I love them. The Bucs, when they're healthy – I mean, how can you not put them in your top five still? The Rams, same way, just a, a bad defeat. They'll be back. The Packers, I don't take much of that loss because they didn't have Rodgers. They would have won that game probably by three touchdowns. Their defense is still playing well. The Cowboys, I'll still have them higher than both of you guys because I just think this is a, t- a very talented team. But they had a blunder. The Browns, be careful with the Browns and the Patriots. Those two teams could be dangerous going down the, going down the line. And the Bills, I don't like their running game. Can't have their quarterback lead being the leading rusher unless it's Lamar Jackson, and their offensive line doesn't protect Josh Allen. So their offense is good. Their defense is great. They have issues, though, on that offensive line interior. So that's my list. I don't know what you guys think. Don't love the Ravens. Uh, you know, that's it's fine. funny. This weekend uh, when Lamar needed to make a big throw, uh, he was intercepted, and I just feel like when it comes to that, it's something I'm going to always be concerned with uh, his throwing ability. He certainly is a, is a better quarterback and a better thrower, but he still does a lot of stupid things. And to me, if it comes down to this guy's got to make a throw to win now, feel good about it. I really don't. And I like well, Lamar a lot. Been, you know this, but I mean, we've seen in the past, so he's got to prove it. He's got to continue to prove it. And, and, and he's playing at a high, at an all time high level right now. I mean, if I had to pick, he'd probably be my MVP in the league. He's if it's not for him, the Ravens, I don't know what they would be, but you are right. You have to see it in the regular. We already know what he can do in the regular season. We know what this team can do in the regular season. I want to see in the postseason. Can it translate into the postseason? That's what it comes down for this Ravens team because well, that's where they're headed. Well, go to Joe's list. Okay, let's go to Joe's so list. We'll finish up our top ten list. Oh, Joe, I like that way. I'm going to do that next time with a little hyphen around the number. They look cool. You think you're better than us, Joe? <laughs> I just thought I, I just thought I'd fancy it up a little bit. <laughs> so, in another so way, he, he pretty much just said he's better than us. So, you pretty much got the same thing. Do you have the bills? You do not have the bills. That's surprising. So and you put the Chargers in, and you had the Browns in there. So explain, Joey. Talk to me why the Bills are out of the top ten, and uh, why who's I think in the Patriots are going to surpass them. And I this running game, I've been talking about it for a while. It's a big problem for Buffalo. 
Uh, and it really reared its ugly head in Jacksonville this weekend. Can I ask to me, there's there's teams that are getting better as the season is going along, and I don't feel like the Bills are one of those teams. Dallas, I mean, I'm going to give them a pass for this week because I can't imagine. I mean, everybody gets a stinker. Let's chalk it up to that. They could be off my list next week for sure if they don't come out and, and play a really good football game. Can I ask you one quick question before we get uh, sign off? The Bucks. You still have the Bucks at number two over the Titans. Why is that? Just curious. Just curious. Tom, Tom Brady. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna trust Tom Brady. I think the Cardinals are the best team. I, I think the Bucks are capable of anything because of Tom. I do think the Titans are the best team in the AFC. I think the Ravens are close. I give the Titans the edge because I want Tannehill throwing the ball and and uh, and and not Lamar. Uh, Rams Packers interchangeable there. Uh, to me, the Chargers and the Patriots are. Two up and coming teams in the AFC. I think the Browns have turned it around. Like I said, I'll the give Browns. Dallas a pass. I didn't want Sander to get mad if I left them off the list this week, um, despite that god awful, pathetic performance. I'm surprised we have two of the three. Two of uh, two of us have the Browns so, in our top ten. The only, the only thing I would question. The only thing I would question, and I mean, listen, it's, it's everyone's opinion. It doesn't make a difference. Is why the Chargers over the Bills. When you've been pretty high on the Bills all season, and no, you've been high on the Bills the past two years. That's, that's, wow. that's your boy Herbert. Are you in favor of Herbert over Allen now? Is that what it comes down to? He's got a better all-around offense. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. I think I had the Bengals got- on my list last week, and I'm taking them out after that awful performance uh, coming off the Jets' loss. I mean, I'm I'm really trying to go week to week on this. I, I struggled to keep the Cowboys. I wanted the Cowboys in the list. Again, I'll give you, you had a complete meltdown this week. It happens. It's they got to respond in a big way, or I'm telling you, they're they're 15th on my list next week. My last point, yeah, if they lose to Atlanta, that, then that's more concerning. My last thing, Joe ripped me for putting Baltimore at number three. He had him at number four. Just remember that. I didn't rip you. Yeah, I just said, said I don't I, love I, Baltimore, I and I explained but he why. Had, but, he had him at, but he had him at four. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, they keep I'm winning. Gonna, huh? They keep winning. Exactly. That's all that matters in the NFL. But not against the Titans. Shut it. In the playoffs, they will. In the playoffs, (laughs) they will. But, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back at the end of the week to talk more week 10. I can't believe we're already 10 weeks off into the NFL season. Huge games, Patriots, Browns. We'll talk about that. Giants are on the bye. We'll figure some more NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, Clovercrest Media presents Keys of the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms. So comment, like, subscribe, subscribe, or share. We'll see you on Friday. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness. In the making, double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.